guys and welcome back to our fifth or sixth yeah fifth, fifth episode is, I fifth episode Hello, of one hi <laughs> hi <laughs> um it's a uh it's a pretty cloudy dismal day in london hey how is it up it where is. you are it's it's equally dismal to be honest mm. um there's a storm brewing uh, oh really? It kind, it, it kind of uh, the uh, topics we're going to talk about today are kind of in the air, as it were. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? But you know what's not dismal, Hayden, is the fact that you're going to be back in London in four days. I know, Ooh. and by that, my move-in day apparently it's going to be twenty-four degrees. So I'm not saying that like perfect. That's just what you me, want when you're lugging stuff around. I know I'm going to be sweating buckets. <laughs> it's just going to be me. The man with a van and really who like... Is the, un- who is the sexy man with a yeah, van? Yeah, who is this man? <laughs> he's Have you not, met him? He's like, like, he's not... This is... Okay, I should probably not say this on air, but we'll, we'll remove names. Essentially, he's getting on a bit, bless him. And he <laughs> was kind of having a mini argument with me about... Because I Ooh. would like him to wear a mask while he helped me. Yes. Well, yes, right? why? Absolutely. Fair enough. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah, and he was totally kind of fair. like, oh, yeah, I'll wear a mask when I'm inside the flat and when I'm in the van, getting out of the van, etc. But I'm not sure if I'll be able to have it on while I'm carrying things up the stairs because breathing. I have trouble, like, breathing and stuff. Which, oh. side note, it's... I'm sorry, is such a cop-out. It's... Like, sorry, it's sorry really to get political, but like if you look at all yeah, these nurses if he has bad and doctors, yeah, but it's like it's one flight of stairs. Yeah, but get also there's an elevator. Also get those surgical masks because they're so thin. Like I was wearing one for twelve hours the other day in a shoot, and it's fine. Yeah, like I don't know what true. people are complaining about. I just I just am like yeah, really like time. anxious about that. So I'm just like it will be. You know, it it doesn't help that he's not hot either. So it's just like <laughs> it's, it's like a whole big thing. <laughs> Um, I was really hoping for this like oh, movie like scene where the man in the van shows up for you, Hayden, and he's just like this gorgeous. Oh, believe me, chiseled. same here. <laughs> After the lack you of action the internet had for these that. months, that I, that would be a welcome <laughs> addition. But sadly, um, that's not the case. No. The good news is that I'll be back. So that is the main news. I'm sure you will be fine. I'm sure there won't be any risk. We can unite as the Hun 75ers for the first time. I know. Uh, that's, that's very exciting. We haven't seen each other since we started the podcast, so that's big news. I know. Yeah, it is. I mean, Alessia um, actually made time for me on Sunday in her busy, busy <laughs> schedule. So uh, we went to the pub, which was nice. Yeah, so thank you, Alessia, lovely. for that. I really appreciate you making a couple of hours. You made a PA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. We had a wonderful time. It was very we had a lovely selection of drinks. We went from rose to Coronas to Aperols. Oh, nice! Yeah, which was a we did a nice yeah. mix. A nice mix there. Yeah. Had some Love nachos. That. It was pretty boiling though, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was quite burnt. Yeah, there. I was pretty burnt. <laughs> I didn't realise because it was. Yeah, I didn't realise that we were drinking. But um, yeah, I, I got pretty sunburnt. But no, it was it was it was really nice. So Hayden, you were missed, and obviously, I don't know. Are we gonna see each other Sunday or next week? I time. think we should plan to see each other Sunday. I would like to have a boozy Sunday. Yes, I think we should. I think after a day of packing, I would like to just do nothing more than relax and see the huns so uh, i think that's totally yeah. fair with a nice 175 in hand exactly exactly 100 percent. on that note what are we all uh, drinking today 
so I feel like mine's pretty boring, so I'll just quickly slip that in. It's the Pinot Grigio from Puglia in Italy. Uh, I got it from Mercado. goes well with apple. No, it doesn't go well with apple. Sorry, ignore me. It goes well with... Actually, this is the first wine I've had that says perfect served just by itself. And then it says all with salads, fish, light chicken dishes or lightly spiced food. But it does say that you can make it by itself and that's just as enjoyable, which I appreciate, you know. Yeah, it didn't say cheese salad, which is a shame. But no, yeah. Um, So after the uh, discussions we had last episode about Whispering Angel, which I'm ashamed to say I had never heard of Mm. until last episode i thought i'd better kind of get on it and grab a bottle and see what all the fuss is about so i've I've tried a bit now and Mm -hmm. you know i'll I'll save the full report for the end of the pod but Mm -hmm. at the moment i'm not quite seeing the hype but that's just a few sips in that's just a few sips in there's all there's still some time let's see how it goes down um alessia i actually got um i got some feedback from you saying that whispering agent wasn't very good one of my friends mm. said you had bad taste. <laughs> oh God! Let me just retract what I said now about Whispering Angel and maybe. Uh... I'm not gonna lie. She was she was outraged. She was like, she likes barefoot. She likes barefoot, but she doesn't like Whispering Angel. And I was like, well, I think it's also the fact that it's like 25 pounds a bottle. That's like, quite expensive. Yeah. Like, it's the painless exactly. rosé. You can get. It's delicious. <laughs> it's like... I just I disagree. There's a bottle of rosé in Sainsbury's that you can get. That is so much better than Whispering Angel, and it's only about eight quid. And I will stand by that. And I also got some backlash in saying that I didn't think it was very good. Oof. But clearly, I have quite rogue <laughs> taste in wine. Well, so. yes, you've been receiving backlash throughout mm. from episode one, haven't you? I can't ever get it right. But maybe I will today. Because okay. today, I'm actually drinking, <gasps> drum roll please, the Hun 75 Rosé. Yes. Oh, no way. Yeah, which you Huns very nicely got for me for my birthday a few weeks ago, and I've been saving it, and I thought today was a good day to drink it. Oh, yeah. God, I, the, I'm um, a bit worried about what it's going to be like. Yeah, for context, limited. me and Lucy do not know what wine no. this actually is. We just put the label on it, so Online. it could literally be anything. Can I just read you the uh, description of the back of the bottle? Because this oh, is please. fucking brilliant. I need to know. Right, it's it's a rosé, Vin de France, rosé wine. Ripe, vibrant rosé, on the nose, clean red berry fruit in abundance, followed by soft red currant fruit on the palate, a hint of creamy yoghurt, giving the wine a slightly off-dry finish that lingers well. (laughs) Sorry, but the word yoghurt and off should not be put. And lingers. and lingers and lingers that, that is awful i feel like it's like as if you're eating like a gone off yogurt and like the t- yeah. sour yeah. taste like lingers in your mouth like that's no i'm like so a sorry corner that's been left out in the sun or something i didn't actually <laughs> realize that that's what, yeah like oh that's awful. it's the best it's the best wine description i've ever read so we'll uh we'll discuss the flavors at the end of the pod I apologise. I apologise, Alessia. No, don't don't apologise. <laughs> your birthday. So since we since we released last episode, mm. there's obviously been this huge free Britney campaign that yeah. has come out that we wanted to discuss because we obviously love talking about Britney on the pod. We love her. We love her we content. Do. And I didn't. I wasn't aware of any of this until I read about it. 
for you guys? No. Heard, like, I'd heard rumblings of it towards the start of the year, mm. uh, but they weren't as kind of detailed as the accounts that we're getting now. And I think, uh, from what I remember, Free Britney was seen as almost a negative thing when I had come about it, because people were saying, well, you don't know this, it's sending a negative message when you're spamming her Instagram posts with these comments all saying Free Britney, where's it coming oh. from? It all felt very unsubstantiated mm. at that point. And knowing mm. where we've been with Britney over the years in terms of press attention and tabloids it felt like another one of those where it was doing more yeah. harm than good. But I think we can all say the reason why we're probably talking about this now is because more stuff has come to light and I think it bears a bit more discussion. Yeah. So yeah, we're all really eager to talk about it, I think. Yeah, I feel like, because as we spoke about last week, there has been like an influx of um, like posts from her. And I think that maybe is that what, what has spurred people on to start like discussing it? Because in those videos, mm. like... I don't know, it can be a bit worrying. She doesn't seem like always kind of okay, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that, I, I don't know. I've, I kind of know about the what's been going on, but in terms of like why it's suddenly surfaced, maybe that's why um, and why everyone's talking about it. But there's suddenly, literally in the last like, well, certainly on my feed, like in the last like five days, there's been so much talk about it. And before that, I hadn't really seen, I hadn't seen any, to be honest. I see people t- talking about Britney and like, I can't remember the name of the guy that um was like, like did some sort of imitation of her dancing or something and that got some backlash yeah. but that's all I've seen previous I just I just think this whole conservatorship is mm. it's just a it's a crazy thing that we don't have it here right it's just an American thing I don't uh, think in the same way no I just think it's mad how you can someone can rule for someone to to run your life like that shall we um yeah hey do you want to run through what's what's happened yeah I was gonna say for those that don't know we can try and give a very abridged account and obviously we should probably preface this by saying it's all alleged and mm. this shouldn't be taken as fact this is just what has come out and yeah. what yeah. is gaining media traction but essentially around the 2007 quote-unquote meltdown if you want to call it that there was a conservatorship conservatorship yeah that's yeah. yeah put in place by britney's dad right where it normally reserved for more elderly people with mental illness as a positive mm-hmm. thing to ensure that the decisions that they're making are all good and that they're being protected it's, it's it's definitely like a protective thing for your loved ones this was used by britney under the pretense if you want to call it that of early onset dementia uh, mm. at a young age so essentially it prohibits her from doing pretty much anything without prior consent right is that have I got that correct stop me if yeah that's yeah kind of no I think that's about it yeah that the conservatorship is all well and good but Britney was out promoting what would have been her next single womanizer and the following album circus during the time frame of this conservatorship mm-hmm. so the kind of a the point is is that why was britney going out and doing the promotion and recording and touring etc when there was what seems like such a focus on protecting her mental health people are kind of speculating why that would happen they feel like a conflict of interest on her father's mm-hmm. part and b people are mostly talking about the fact that this conservatorship still exists right is that correct and yeah it's still a massive thing holding Britney back even to this day. And yeah. I think people are interpreting these Instagram posts of her kind of doing these uh, outfit of the day, walk through whatever's interpretive dances, random posts that seem random. And are kind of looking at that as symptomatic of the fact that she can't, she has very little control. Yeah, so, like, 
extremely little. Like, it's a really weird one, isn't it? Because we obviously on the pod have historically like celebrated a lot of Britney's content because there's a surface level and then there's a deeper level, right? Yeah. And I guess like, but previous to this, I kind of like, I don't know, you kind of always praise Britney's positivity because she's had such like a rough ride. Mm. You know how like a lot of celebrities will go to twitter or they'll like um there can often be like i don't know they'll use twitter as like an outlet to, to like they'll fight with other people or they'll like show like their grievances or anything like that but but britney's never done that has she really no when you see like interviews and like clips of you know documentaries in the past that she's done you can see that she's like sad or you can see that she's really unhappy and miserable or controlled you can see that but from what I've like seen or you know that's been in the press I've never known of her like kind of really like like lashing out or kind of like she's always very on the surface everything's fine that's kind of how I yeah it's true yeah that's very true she just puts up this sort of front that she's Mm. really happy and doing these things that she loves but actually she's a I would imagine a very sort of tortured soul also the thing did you read about how her natural voice is actually really sort of Christina Aguilera vibe and like yeah. really powerful and they tra- her record label trained her to sing in a baby voice which I never realised I just thought that was her voice which is just mad yeah I didn't realise that until all this stuff has come out and there was like a shelved album wasn't there of like like an acoustic yeah shelled album that was yeah. planned to be her second LP that yeah. was kind of canned where because, she sang properly yeah it didn't fit the mould of what her label and managers wanted her to like look mm, at yeah. like yeah. it's crazy the power that major labels have over their artists I mean it still goes on today and that's why so many artists now don't release through major labels and try and stay independent as long as possible well, like unless Swift. obviously your aim well not that was her yeah manager, unless... that was her manager right or uh, I can't remember but I mean, unless you are you know wanting to be the, a huge pop star then obviously you have to go for a major but a lot of obviously smaller more independent artists are just, mm. just staying as far away as possible from big labels because they just they, they just own you the contracts that they yeah. put over these young super young artists just ruin them a lot of them and a lot of the people who are in like Mickey Mouse Club and Disney and all those young young fame a lot of them have obviously had huge problems growing up because their lives are so sort of intense but then I guess that's a general like sort of child star thing isn't it yeah yeah I mean like I wonder like in comparison to like I don't know Justin Timberlake though Mm. I don't know it's a lot of women that I feel like agreed yeah it is subject to this more than men um but what I wonder is like if this is all true um how she kind of like signed like signed it or got to a point I suppose like after like decades of being like kind of censored and and controlled I suppose by her dad maybe it didn't take much for her to like sign this contract and like get in get into it or maybe she was just like really unwell mentally anyway but yeah does she have any say in this conservatorship I find it a really hard word to say yeah it is a hard word to say I feel like there must have been some kind of foul play somewhere whether that was through yeah. her managers, through her own father. I think there's there's no way that... It's it's alleged that Britney was not of sound mind when she, when that conservatorship was drawn out. Purely, like, the mm. fact that mm. conservatorship exists almost um, says that Britney, there was a need for it, which is debatable in itself. But if that's true, then obviously Britney wasn't really in the best place to, to be party to that. So it's that yeah. kind of cause and effect thing where if you are essentially 
denying someone basic human rights, then how are they ever going to break free from that? Because that's all they've ever known, in a way. I feel like Britney Spears has never been allowed her own autonomy, either creatively or just Mm. in terms of her own life. So it's, it's, I imagine these things often start really subtly, don't they? And then, Mm. and or they come from people that you don't expect, i.e., your father and they just once you realize it's almost too late and the realization is probably so triggering and toxic that it kind of will impact you I suppose to Mm. it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy if she's been boxed in and whether or not she was there was a reason to box her in in that first place she's the truth is is that she has she's not of sound mind now if that makes sense I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say it's a really it's a really difficult one because we're obviously can't say it enough we're dealing with like all kinds of like alleged or half alleged information i mean there's i'm looking at these uh these ways in which you can help britney like a list that was sent around oh, yeah. on the internet and the fact that there is real meaningful impactful ways that you can help britney kind of supposes that there is actually something going on like there wouldn't be these ways to change mm. things if there wasn't something going on so there's mm. things like apparently britney cannot legally hire her own attorney to advocate for her own freedom so That's crazy. i don't understand it's how just... she doesn't have a right to her own lawyer so isn't that like isn't that like a, a fun isn't that like a human right Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like they've rigged. There's no way out of it. Exactly. They've 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 rigged it from the beginning so that even if she didn't have anything wrong with her to begin with, there certainly is now because all the trauma that has probably been placed upon her all this time has created Mm. this narrative that she can't escape from, and it's 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 really sad. And like people are kind of reading into all of the Instagram posts and saying like, is there some hidden messages in there, which I'm not yeah. so sure. Some people are saying, yeah. when were these posts actually recorded? Like, is there any kind of evidence that they were filmed recently? Which is kind of even mm. more unsettling. My my personal question for it is, what is her her, her boyfriend's part in all this? Yeah, I, yeah. I wondered that as how well. Much, how much does he know? How much is he party to this? Is he there as a plant or a mole? Or a, yeah. has he been placed there by someone in Britney's camp in order to protect this conservatorship? Mm. Is he an independent party that has just come into Britney's life and perhaps doesn't know the extent or is it someone that's on Britney's side completely that is doing work to like actually help her out of this so it's a really complex situation but the there there is things we can do um but in the UK there's not a lot we can do because a lot of the rallies and things are in the US but in terms of people you can contact you can contact the Los Angeles County Supervisor you can contact the California Attorney General you can write to media outlets. You can boycott Britney the brand. The brand, because like the Britney the Zone pop up is like still kind of happening, and oh yeah, I imagine she probably doesn't get anything from that. I imagine she probably got nothing from her Los Angeles residency. When in terms of her boyfriend, he I just saw he posted today on his stories, and this is the first time I've ever like. I often go on to his page because I'm just quite intrigued by him anyway. But he posts on his stories. Where I grew up and how I was raised allows me to always understand and support women's rights and for women to be able to make their own decisions freely. Which is quite clear what he's I mean, about. wow. For that for that statement yeah, right now big. on his platform, that's quite um, yeah. telling. Yeah. It's very telling. Very. And that was five hours ago. And I think the reason why there's so much kind of attention placed on Free Britney right now is 
So I don't know if I'm reading this right, but mm. I think there are some key dates coming up towards the third and fourth quarter of the year that will impact Britney's future. So I think that's why there's a lot of kind of buzz around it at the moment, because mm. it almost seems like now is the time where if there was change able to be made, then now is the time to do it. Yeah. There's a petition going around where if there's 100,000 signatures before August 8th, then the White House has to respond. 100,000? Yeah. I mean, that's not many, considering no. like, in terms of Britney's following. and how There's, there's 78,000 signed at the moment. There you go, then. Yeah, I guess, like you say, like, it's all just, like, there's no confirmation of actually what's been going on. And I guess until, well, she's not, if this is true, she's not allowed to say anything. But until it actually comes from her or, like, an you know, like, legal authority or something like that, then I guess it's all just speculation, isn't it? That's That's almost the... Yeah the tragic part of yeah. this whole thing by virtue of it being of her being unable to talk about it yeah. she is every day she is more and more trapped mm. and there's less and less things that can be done about it because yeah. it's, there's so much misinformation there's so much there's there's such a lack of conversation on Britney's part there's mm-hmm. all this kind of attention and then there's the fact that for years now Britney has been kind of trapped in this narrative of her own mental health and and yeah it being kind of like a meme and and it's been kind of enshrined in pop culture it almost feels like for Britney the product and the brand to like keep sustaining itself it needs to stay with this idea of her as the meme as this like well that's the thing it's not about her music anymore is it exactly there's no like like mood ring came out and you know many people just may not have liked the song but there was there was nothing about that like the only thing that people talk about Britney now is really her Instagram content like She's never, yeah. never see her, obviously before lockdown, like you'd never see her really doing interviews or promo or anything like that. She she would never be kind of like, I don't yeah. know about really, like, which I suppose backs up this whole idea of that she's like not even allowed to like go out of the house. You only ever see her, the only time you see her is on Instagram and she's not the she's not the old Britney in the sense of like she's just releasing like all this amazing music especially obviously at the beginning of her career it's just a completely different um persona she has now and it's I don't know yeah it's, it's sad obviously she doesn't need to be releasing music but it's just sad that like yeah like it's all about kind of her like kind of quirky like people like say her videos are, like quite weird and like I've said it before like what's going on type thing and it's all about that now Poor Brittany. Well, we hope she, uh, well, we hope, I don't know, I hope this gets removed, this conservative shit, which I still can't say. Yeah. Um, we'll but... see, I suppose. We'll see it all unfold and uh, just support Brittany. Yeah, the way. I think if there's, if there's anything, if you feel compelled to help Brittany out, there's a list of things you can do that we've discussed. Uh, I will try and spell out the URL that you can go to now. It's msha.ke slash free britney and there should just be a list of items there that you can do depending on where you are to help her out it's it's kind of a crazy thing we're talking about but um it's very important so Mm. yeah so i think on a bit of a lighter note um Mm. so obviously last week we spoke about um philip schofield's box wine um yes and now the queen has decided to follow in his footsteps that and she is releasing uh Buckingham Palace gin now I say we say the queen is really releasing it (laughs) I don't know if she's like you know gonna be like promoing it going heading over to Instagram um but it's like a Buckingham Palace gin um and yeah I mean I'm not a massive gin drinker 
but um oh, I am yeah I love Washington but she's so she's made this gin to raise funds to help conserve Queen Elizabeth II's art collection which it's important especially in this current climate like that's very important guys isn't it like you know people are literally dying um in a global pandemic but an art collection yeah, but you know Elizabeth the II collection. yeah oh. the art collection is key that's, um, that's so problem. literally the most possible problem I mean who's going to be who's going to be buying that it's, I mean, well, it's a bit of a royalist, weird time to, 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 to put it out as well. Do you think, do you think the Queen yeah. had like a bucket list and she was like, there's one Maybe. more thing I need to do? Well, I think they... I reckon, I reckon the Queen was just really bored in lockdown. <laughs> she was like... Well, she realised she didn't have any royal um, appointments to go to, did she? So maybe she was like, oh, why don't I make some gin? Yeah, I mean, she yeah, she probably is quite bored. I mean, she is... How old is she now? She's in her 80s. Yeah. Um, 90s, no? Is she in her 90s? She's getting on. When the Queen when the queen turns 100, who is sending a letter to us? She's 94. She's 94. Oh, my God, I did not know she was that old. Um, yeah. I mean, she's amazing for her age. She's literally yeah. the queen of a country, and she's 94, and she's still, like, she's still looking great. Those outfits, those lime green I know. She kills, skirt suits. She kills it. Um, so the gin is £40, which um, I personally Oof. would not be spending that much. No, cheap at half the price. Um, Jesus. No. I mean, I don't even drink gin no. anyway, but if I did, I'd probably be spending, like, £12 on a bottle, max. <laughs> if I'm going to be spending that much on a gin, it would be from, like, a great independent you know, gin mm. distillery or something. I wouldn't be giving forty pounds to Buckingham Palace. They already take half the tax, <laughs> yeah. don't they? So exactly. I know. You take enough of our money as it is. <laughs> yeah, that's but so since, true. Seeing as we always um, talk about wine, my Instagram sponsored ads have really stepped it up, and it's all different brands of canned rosé. Yeah, that's all I'm getting on Instagram at the moment. What? Well, what? Yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's convenient at the moment people are going to the parks more you know you want to just take a little tinny of wine but like I wonder what is this like the whole new like canned alcohol does it yeah does it keep the wine cold no I mean I suppose it's in small... I quite like the idea of it yeah I'd, I've never drunk wine from a can I'd feel like maybe it's a it'd be a bit of a strange sensation but uh probably get used to it I'd love to try um hun hun wine I feel like that that oh, yeah. one is made for our podcast. It's it's mm. completely made for our podcast. We need to get on it. And if anyone from the Han Brand team is listening, we would love a yeah. we'd love to uh, partner with you on some uh, yes. some ads. So uh, do get in touch <laughs> yeah. at yeah. Hunt Seven Five. Maybe we should have some on Sunday. Maybe we should. Maybe we should, we should have like a a little selection of canned wines and just sample a few and yeah. just you know get down our thoughts. That would be good. I feel like the um the kind of not ambassador, that's the wrong word, kind of pioneer, that's it, of this kind of wine is um the fat Jewish. Is that his name? Fat Jewish. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah when he, he did all those rose. Yeah, he did White Girl Rose, was it, or something like that. Mm. And that was, I yeah. feel like, the beginning. And that was actually quite a few years ago. Um yeah. and now kind of everyone's following suit but he's yeah I feel like he's like the OG in in that kind of in that world and he was um he's really good friends with Emily Ratajowski so I think he had her oh like, yeah, some yeah promo which obviously like blew it up Did him because wonders. she is a babe 
yeah, she's a babe. Um, Do you know what I really enjoyed on um, on Instagram this week? Go on. Was uh, Katy Perry doing an impression oh God, yeah. of Get Out of My Pub. She was quite good. She's very good. So this was, um, she nailed it. She was, in, she was um, doing an impression of Peggy Mitchell going, Get Out of My Pub. Um, she was on the one show, actually, which is um, not a show that I watch much. But, um, yeah, she 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 did a good East London accent. I was, I was impressed. She did. Yeah. There was, was um, a good bit of, of Hun content there. The, the, the mixing of two, two Huns. Was Katie oh, Perry the one that, like, always kind of commentated on Love Island? Is she, like, a noted Love Island fan? Is she? I feel like she would always comment on like Love Island reactions. I'm not sure. I don't know. Oh, but but um, actually, hey, it's good that you bring up Love Island because I finished Love Island Australia. Okay, talk yeah, about it. What what is the sitch? So I'm going to say spoiler alert for anyone that's watching. Turn it off for the next. Turn this off for the next like minute or something. But um, I mean, I loved it. There was a lot of like, like one of the girls coupled up with a guy who was in like a proper like relationship with another girl because she originally stole him from her and like there was a lot of kind of like I'm gonna do this just to piss you off type thing which you, I don't right. think you get so much the English one but then this so this is season one um the winners who are Grant and Taylor Grant had a girlfriend the whole time so they won oh. and Grant had a girlfriend the whole time and he said like later oh, on it he's still with her and it was um apparently reported that he went in there just to promote his clothing brand <laughs> that's shocking and so taylor came out and he was like oh, he made her his girlfriend he was like i love you he gave her a promise ring or a commitment ring and oh, then yeah. and i had made sure that i'd stayed off social like their social media as much as i like wanted to see if they were any of them were still together i'd like made sure that i hadn't gone on because i didn't want to see who won but yeah he um she came out and Taylor was like, what? And like, basically, yeah, he had this girlfriend the whole time. And he lied and said they broke up before, but they hadn't. But he's still with the girl now. He's not with the Taylor anymore, who won with him. But yeah, he's with this Why girl. Why didn't he? Oh, so weird. What? Did he take the money at the end? No. So Ugh. she, you know how at the end, like, it's like someone has zero and someone has 50 grand. She had Oh, did she have it? But I do wonder if he would have taken it. I don't think he would. Oh, you'd hope he wouldn't have. But like, because he, he... I've always... Sorry, carry on. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I've always wanted to see the finale of Love Island where mm. someone just takes the money. Uh, It'd just be the I best know. ending. Because to be honest, be so the last good. episode of Love Island is always really boring. It's so boring. Like, I'll always watch it. You just fast forward. But it's always really boring. And it's yeah, quite, always you know quite cringe. It's like... They do those like long like poems to each other, and it's just like, oh, oh god, it's as if they're getting married or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's so <laughs> so cringeworthy. Um, yeah, but um, I mean, he couldn't have taken the money, but maybe he would have. I mean, he had a girlfriend the whole time, so he was lying out through his. Men are trash. Out. Men are so trash. <laughs> they are, especially Grant. Also, his surname is Crap. His name's Grant Crap. Ah, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> says it all. Let's be honest. Talking about um, reality TV shows, did mm. you guys see that Jessica from Love is Blind has got a new boyfriend? Love that for her. Love so, that for her. Jessica, she's the blonde one, isn't she? I, I yeah. kind of watched Love is Blind, but I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The one who kind of was with that guy, but seriously didn't fancy him on the show and kind yeah. of forced herself to be. Yeah, I remember. So who's this new guy? 
He's called Ben. He's a foot and ankle surgeon. Ooh, he is very attractive really? and is older than 24. Well, that's I mean, who needs to say. He tick, seems like tick, a keeper. Tick. I mean, well, she's no. probably what? Like, is she like 36 or something now? She's 34, wasn't she? 34, 36. Yeah. I don't know that. Good for her. Good for her. Good. I hope she's happy with this, Ben. Um, she had quite a lot of bad luck on on the show. She didn't get portrayed very well, did she? Bless her. No. Um, so I think another thing that we wanted to talk about was the entanglement um, between Jada Pinkett Smith yes. and August. I think you pronounce it Alcina. Yeah. Um, which was quite like a painful video to watch, in my opinion. Um, on their red yeah. table talk kind of Facebook series, mm. I guess you call it. Like, I've of... not watched it. What what happened? So basically, um, I don't because they're like, and I've watched a couple of these table talks before, and there was one um, with who was Kylie Jenner's best friend who who kissed. Um, oh Jordan. yeah, I know who you Jordan. mean. Jordan is it Jordan? Jordan. Yeah, you know what I mean. Anyway, so I watched that one, and they've always kind of, I think, this whole Smith family, um, but especially like Jada, um, have kind of always kind of been very honest, and that's kind of been a bit of their selling point. Like they talk about like sex quite openly and like relationships and um, mistakes yeah. that they've made and stuff like that. So I guess maybe like fans have asked them to talk about this relationship that she had with August um, or maybe they just felt like they needed to discuss it. So basically what, what happens is Will and Jada are just by themselves and um, she kind of begins the conversation. You know, there's this whole joke about how she can't stop saying the word entanglement instead of relationship, um, which is part of the excruciating kind of why it's quite hard to watch because she just won't like admit that she had a relationship Mm. with someone and in turn apparently cheated on will but they had this separation for like a few years i think about four years but um she basically proceeds to say that she was in this entanglement with august this guy august who originally was like both that they're like family friend almost but she became quite close very close to him and he had some health issues so they like helped him with his health issues and then for whatever reason will and jada separated and kind of um they say like they never thought they'd get back together but clearly um it seems like there was some overlap and and i from the video i don't actually i don't feel like Jade or Will actually uses the word cheated, but it's kind mm. of implied. And then afterwards, I've been reading stuff about how um, apparently she cheated on him. Yeah, she, he's like, so when you say the word entanglement, like let's actually talk about what you're actually saying. You're, you mean relationship? And she was like, well, yeah, yeah, relationship. And she gets like a bit like defensive about it. Yeah. But basically, yeah, she had this relationship. And then for whatever reason, that ended. And then how long after they got back together? But um, yeah, it was it was just you should watch it because it is just quite excruciating. And then there's all these like memes and stuff on, on Instagram after, um, about how have you seen that picture of Will like they're on a red yeah, and Will like, worshiping her, yeah, and they're like Will like spent his life like worshiping this woman and then like basically he got still her. Gets yeah, and it's like 
like guys take care of yourself type thing Uh yeah (laughs) um, i think it's quite um i think it's quite an important thing that they did that though because also like it does remind everyone that marriage just isn't Mm. as easy as it seems marriage or relationships or whatever yeah i think it's 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 kind of important to see two people who obviously in the public eye look like the most loved up couple ever but just like anyone else they've gone through something really bad but they've managed to find a way to make it work and to do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah so. no exactly and they do kind of touch on that they're like you know we go through really hard times and like they they say like which is obviously really nice how they always like support each other and like and she's like I couldn't be happy with you until I was happy with like by myself and that's something exactly. he always yeah. says he's said that before but yeah no you, you should definitely watch it it's um like... and I love how they end it on uh they ended it on by saying we ride together we die together bad marriage for life which yeah, is yeah bad marriage quote for life. from bad boys which is oh is that what that is well. yeah yeah because in, ba- in bad boys again we ride together we die together bad boys for life oh um, sorry I've never seen bad boys um what I don't want oh, to oh god um, no, you have to watch Bad Boys One, Bad Boys Two, and the one that came out last year. No, I'm not. I'm not I just, it was. I just, the trilogy. It's so good. Any Bad film Boys called Two Bad is probably Boys. one of my favorite films. No, it's not for me. No, but you have. To, you can't judge a book by its cover. I am judging this book by its cover. The only Bad Boys well, you like is Bad Boys by uh, Alexander Burke. Burke. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bad Boys. Bad um, Boys. Yeah. yeah it's just so good great song but no yeah i'm sorry guys i'm never gonna watch that we have quite different like do you love like thor ragnarok or that film because everyone goes on about are you want to see no i don't see i love the marvel films i just don't like the um ones isn't thor marvel? based in space oh, i don't you... like sci-fi <laughs> like i don't like aliens i don't like any films with like aliens or people who aren't humans in them apart from like a couple of the characters in the marvel universe i just can't deal with like full-on sci-fi like star wars is my idea of hell really i quite like star wars yeah. i like guardians of the galaxy Lord... that one that was good it's, it is good it's quite funny but i didn't think it's as good as the rest like the other like black panther or don't, sorry know. isn't black panther like do, isn't that kind of like doesn't that have some like mm, no not really no oh, it's all real they're all they're all humans Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not really into Marvel either. Like, you know, yeah, there's so many of them as well. Like, there's like seven Iron Mans. I feel like. like I know, but they're just so good. I've done them all now, and they're just so good. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you have that Disney Plus now, just for the Marvel? <laughs> no, I never got Disney Plus actually. Well, actually, it's Star Wars. Maybe it wouldn't be your thing. Um. No. But yeah, so that that's the. Uh, the Will Smith and Jada saga, but I mean, they're getting a lot of like backlash from it. So I hope that they. Oh, so I feel a bit bad for August. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I don't know. He's a singer, isn't he? Yeah, is he? he's, he's kind of like I've heard of him, kind of on the periphery a bit. From from what I've heard of him, he's kind of got like a Chris Brown vibe, like like in terms of musical style. Like in terms, not in terms of the yeah. Not in terms Good. of the men of trash Good. narrative yeah. of this entire podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so his music is very much that kind of like poppy R and B kind of like sexy vibe. Right, love um, that. Love, you know me. That's my favorite. Yeah, sexy yeah. R and B music. 
Have you Alexa, um... play some sexy R and B music, please? <laughs> Literally, that's me. Did Alexa, that... play my sexy R and B playlist. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, track, track one is bad boys. <laughs> Did you just hear her go off that? Yeah, I heard that. What did she say? She said, "I can't find your sexy R and B playlist." I don't actually Look have harder, it. Alexa. It's, it's your most played playlist, Alessia. When and you bring, when you bring the, the 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 guys back to your flat, <laughs> oh yeah, right? all the guys that have come back. To this and you schedule it so you're like at 10 p.m. play that, so then like 10:30 it's already playing. You get the, you get the depends on depends what kind of guy I'm going to have back though, because you never know. I've also got my country music. You've got the uh, the when best I, when I bring online. the cowboys back. I'm just going to clarify here that there have been no men in this flat <sighs> at any point in the past six months. So I mean, guys, you need to change that both of you I mean Hayden yeah you've been in Northampton so yeah, but, now, okay. after, but I get that it's been locked down but guys there are ways to get around well, it's, no, but now everything's opening up a bit and I can actually go to a pub to have a drink with someone like I'm not down with the park dates I just can't get with it I, I just feel like I'm I understand again. that I understand that so now that the world's opened up a bit and I could actually arrange a date with someone in a public drinking space then Alessia, what I about might, you know, what about that guy that you were chatting with who loved the emojis? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I just couldn't. Oh, it wasn't the emojis. It was this, also you say chatting with. We had an exchange of about three messages until I realised that he was um, just too much. But it was an entanglement. Yeah, it, it was, was an entanglement. entanglement where he sent a smiley face after every. Um, word in a message and not like a smiley face emoji i mean like a semicolon and a bracket i like those yeah, smiley like faces school. though i'm all for the the old school smiley face i mean he obviously used it a bit too much though if he did it <laughs> every message. they lose their impact my... if you don't use them sparingly yeah exactly exactly and that was my one dip back into the dating pool and i was like no thanks but, but it all off again. Uh, what if you wrote him off too early and like <sighs> Know. You know, maybe you'll think that about me. Maybe they're like, why is she doing that semicolon bracket smiley face thing? Like, that's really weird. Maybe people think that about me, but like, I'm great. So, you know. Who are you Okay, Luce. Semicolon <laughs> brackets too. Um, my friends and my boyfriend. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, <fair enough. laughs> and my mum. <laughs> um, on that note, I would just like to actually subtweet somebody who I was speaking to mm. very, very briefly. Because yeah. they asked for my Instagram on mm. Hinge, and I obliged, and I got the follow the morning after. Maybe they're listening now. Maybe they're listening because now. I hope they're listening now, because I hope they hear this. I got the follow, <laughs> and I followed them back, and then there was nothing. And then I oh. went to go back on Hinge that evening, and I'd been unmatched. So I messaged <laughs> them on Instagram oh. and was like, hi, you unmatched me on hinge but you're still following me on instagram so i'm a bit confused can you just like clue me I in a bit i love that directness hayden love it i haven't got I'm no time so for it now it. i'm so and glad you did that he was like his his rationale was like well i can talk to you on here now i don't need to talk to you on hinge and i was like mm, i mean That's i don't understand really why you went to the effort to unmatch me like clear that <laughs> yeah, there is i don't know it. i don't know if this is like just a gay thing sound off in the in the responses if you can verify for me but there is definitely this like trend of guys asking for your instagram on dating 
apps following you so that you give them a follow and then they just never speak to you again they're basically just like collecting follows it's it's is that sick. do you think that's it's what so it is sick. it 100 yeah. is oh my god i think that's, that's what it is i didn't even think that but like that is really lame they do it on the on the premise on on the premise of like oh well i want to have like a more personal conversation with you really because like you can send me, What's you know, a colon and a bracket smiley face on any platform and it will still not be personal, babe. What the fuck? This is why I can't get the apps. This is, I just can't, I just can't. I want to meet someone in my life because it's just the, too many. You're on the Elite app. We talk about Well, I'm on. I was on it for about a week. Alessia, then... Alessia's on Raya, guys. That's for the celebrities <laughs> and the, uh, you know. I'm not on Raya anymore. <laughs> in the know the people who I just can't I can't I tried look everyone told me to try my friends were getting really frustrated with me that I wasn't trying to date anyone in lockdown and I was like you know what fine I'll give it a go and I just I, I just it's there's too many like I don't know games or like yeah. ways that you're supposed Agreed. to speak to people no, yeah, and I'm like yeah. I'm not about that or like who opens the conversation first after you've matched I'm like no I can't be bothered like now that the pubs are open I'm gonna Put, actually put some nice clothes on go to the pub with the girls and maybe pick up some people the old-fashioned way if that people. even still happens <laughs> listen to me you can tell i haven't dated for six years right <laughs> pick up some people the old-fashioned way <laughs> um yeah oh God, that I'm sounds so great and i am looking forward to experiencing you do that lucy can you be my wing can you be a wing woman for yeah me? i can please we I- need it yeah, yeah, I'll do my, like, best. I don't know, like, I don't think I I've think ever you'd been be a good wingwoman. I think, I don't know if I've ever been a very, like, good wingwoman. I'm not very good at, like, just going up to a stranger and being like, hey, you like my friend? <laughs> I, I <laughs> hope to God you don't do that. <laughs> you are ruled out. No, we are not bringing you with us. Stop I think I'll do a better job by myself. Yeah. No, okay, guys, I'm sorry. That was really um, not my best work, so I'll, I'll improve okay. on that. We'll give you one chance. Three okay, strikes and you're out. Okay, so what if I had one strike? Yeah, that's one strike. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. No, the strikes start when we're actually in a real-life situation. Fantastic. Okay, I'm going to do you proud. Yes. Great. This so, is, so um, let... oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're so <laughs> eager to transition. I know. I was going to ask you how your wines were. Um... I was going to ask you how your wines were. Okay, well, shall we oh, report on the whispering angle? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> we literally can't, like, speak to each other. Sorry, everyone. Um, Hayden, you report on your whispering angel. I think that sounds really weird. <laughs> it does sound like an innuendo, doesn't it? It does. It, does. it reminds me of, and this is really bad, but have you, do you remember in Role Models where he talks about um, the girl's vagina and calls it his, their whispering eye? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. That's why. That's, That's why when people do. first started saying whispering angel, I was like, what is everyone talking about? Yeah, I'm not sure I can look at that again. He refers to girls pajamas as their whispering eyes, and I just can't get that. <laughs> so okay, fantastic. well, uh moving on. The whispering angel. <laughs> I I I had to say I'm not really feeling it. Like yeah. it's good. It's just I'm getting a lot of like acidity. It's quite dry. Like I don't like a, a really dry wine. Mm. So I think that's probably what it is. Um, yeah, you like a sweeter wine, right? I like a I like a really sweet wine. 
I'm just like a you bit like basic. a dessert wine. I like a dessert wine. Yeah, I do actually. I'm with you. I don't. I don't think it's all that. But so I'm going to give it. I apparently give a terrible it a taste. taste of wine. Um, unless you're the matter um, when it comes to wine. I'm joking. It does matter. No. <laughs> It doesn't. No one listens to me. You're like, in good oh, company, right. Al. I don't like it either. And I haven't tried it. We need to try it. Well, you need to try it. The oh. uh, the Hun Seven Five wine is um, oh. quite pleasant, actually. You don't. Are have you to just say saying it's that nice. to be nice? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually not that bad. I mean, I'm not feeling a hint of creamy yogurt. Which well, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> also, sounds like a bit of an innuendo. Oh. Um, but oh. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Play the <laughs> sexy R and B playlist. No, stop it. Let's talk about dating and whispering angels. Oh God. <laughs> um, no, it's anyway. Moving on, it's great. I'm going to give it a seven, Lucy. Um, moving on to my boring Pinot Grigio. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, seven, I suppose. Run of the mill. Ocado, you know, you're, you're, you're $7.99. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You know, $6.99. Just, just, you know, a standard bottle of Pinot Grigio. So, yeah, I'll, um, I will endeavour to try Whispering Angel um, ASAP. But if I'm honest, guys, £25 for a bottle of OK Rosie, like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, it's a bit of a waste of money. Yeah. I'm with but, you. Maybe I'll maybe well, I'll get my housemate to buy it because she loves it, and then I'll just have a glass. Perfect. perfect. Solution. Here we go. Solution. Well, I think that's all we've got time for today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Thanks for listening to us ramble again. It started on um, a slightly more somber note, but we had to really talk about that. It's we important. ended on a high. We did talking yeah, we about did. yogurt. Um. <laughs> Well, thanks all, and um, until next time. Ta-ra. See ya. Bye. 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 Hun75 is an independent podcast intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Please do not send hate to anybody present or mentioned in this episode. All names, audio clips, and media mentioned are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders.